Let's get ready to barbecue! Cowboy Kev here, welcoming you to another episode of the Man Meat Barbecue Show with your host, Mikey K. Man Meat Barbecue is brought to you by Fire and Smoke Barbecue Company, your place for small batch, high quality seasonings, and if you're in the Chicago area, catering. Man Meat Barbecue is also brought to you by Myron Mix and Smokers. Are you on the competition circuit or just looking to kill it around the cul-de-sac? Check out Myron Mix and Smokers. They've got a cooker for you. And now, from the Jealous Devil Studios, the charcoal that lights our fire. Can't get anything better than that. Don't forget, use the code MANMEATBARBECUE at checkout for some great deals. Here is our host, Mikey K. Take it away, Mike. We are chatting with Cowboy Kev, which is the second part of barbecue chat. If you don't know what barbecue chat is, it's something that me and Kev kind of started during um, during this COVID. Uh, on Sunday nights, we just started chatting and having a beer. Um, and then it kind of uh, grew and it started getting bigger. And then we decided that we were going to turn it into its own Instagram page. So for those of you listeners that uh, maybe don't really follow us on social media, don't don't follow us on Instagram, we are doing this every Sunday, 7 Central, 8 Eastern Time um, yep. in the United States. If you're, uh, if you're out of the um, United States, you're going to have to figure out your own timing. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm not going to go through all of it. But, uh, and we might be on a Monday for you. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But we do save all the shows, so exactly. some of them are on the Barbecue Chat Instagram page as an Instagram TV. Some of them are on the Man Meat Barbecue Instagram. Some of them and are some on yours. On the Wild Meat Barbecue Instagram <laughs> yeah. page, so you can still, if you can't, if you can't watch it live, you can you still can go check it, it out. Um, and um, one of the fun things that we kind of started doing is we started doing, uh, you know. Ask us barbecue questions. We'll give you answers. You may not like them, whatever. So if, if you're on this show and you're wanting to learn barbecue uh, and you have a bunch of questions, that's a good way to ask us in real time uh, for real time answers. You know what I mean? Because you yeah. can, yeah, you can send me a message and I'll get back to you as fast as I possibly can usually, but it won't be real time. And if you have another question or if you have a part two you know, because I, I know a lot exactly. of times when when I get the question, <clears throat> I'll answer the question to the best of my abilities, or I'll end up starting to ask more questions because I feel like barbecue questions on social media have become so vague that they almost they're almost they're fishing. Mean. Yeah, they're like fishing for bad answers. And people are arguing, well, no, this isn't right. You're not saying that right because you don't know what they're – it's like, okay, like – And that's one thing you'll find when we when you watch the show and you talk to us on it. We're going to – you're going to get an answer from Mike. <coughs> you're going to get an answer from me. And we're going to try to give you the best of both of our ideologies. Yep. I guess I'll put it. And – try to make it give you the best answer we can, but we will ask you questions because a lot of people, well, how long should I do this? Well, that's well, like the, in, the first question, how long should I cook this for? 
what temperature are you cooking at? What, and it, you know, when you become when you become friends with somebody, or you become, uh, you start using somebody as a mentor or to, to bounce off ideas, you can start asking them more vague questions like that because they're gonna know that you're kind of in the same mentality as they are. Like when we we talk about you know caterings that we do together and stuff like that, and I can just say, hey. How many shoulders do you think I should do? Where I don't know how many times I see this on Facebook or I see it. Uh, the Facebook groups all the time. But you you get you get it on that and then you get it on Instagram or, or we'll get the question of is two shoulders enough for 25 people? Yep. Well, the answer can be yes, but at the same time, it can be no. You know, very easily can be no. Did you did you go to the store and pick up two five pound shoulders? I don't know. Exactly. You know, or did you go to the store and get two good eight to eight to nine pound shoulders? Nine pound shoulders. Are they? Are you serving something else with it? Yeah. Is this the main protein? And that's those are things that me and Mike talk about almost daily. And so we know – I know how he's going to – what his mindset is. Yeah. So that's one thing on – when you watch the show, we're going to – we're not just going to blurt out an answer. We're going to probably ask you questions to draw out some more information because people don't think about, oh, well, yeah, they're going to cook burgers and they're going to cook chicken too. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, my God, I have all this food. You told me that it was going to be, you know, the perfect amount. It's like, no, I told you it was going to be the perfect amount without the equation, without the, without knowing the whole equation, right? Yeah. And you start, <clears throat> you start putting stuff into into that play, or it's like, how much should I do for sides? How much should I do for this? And that becomes a very, very large variable, right? Yep. Um, I know we that said it the other night. Yeah. Catering is gambling. Yes. Because you're, you have to look at it and go, do I think this, this guy from the information or girl from the information they gave me, they want two meats. Is it a brisket crowd? Is it a rib crowd? Or is yeah. it a pulled pork crowd? Yeah. And you're gambling. I think they are this. So I'm going to go this way. I'm going to go this route. Yeah, and that that's usually the hard part. You yep. know what I mean? Like, can I? Would what? What is that person gonna want? Um, like we did, we did an event, and we were asked to do twenty four wings as appetizers. Now, there was, I want to say there was like fifty to sixty people at the event, and he's like, "Can you just do twenty four wings as appetizers?" I go, "Yeah, no problem." He goes, I don't think everyone's going to take wings, so, you know, we don't need one for everybody. I think only, <laughs> like, three people took wings. And, and it's like, dude, we had, like, 20 wings left over. And I'm like, well. And he's like, dude, no. Ahead. He's like, don't worry about it. He's like, throw those in my fridge. He's like, that <laughs> sound, He's like, that looks fantastic for tomorrow. He's yep. like, I got an air fryer. I'm like, oh, dude, you're set. Like yeah. throw those in the air fryer for you know five to six minutes because yeah, they're already cooked. Be... You just need to reheat them. 
crunch that skin a little bit, I'm like, dude, you're going to be set. But it's so, like, some people are just like, oh, my God, what happens if, you know, you know, what happens if, if, if somebody eats all the food? It's like, well, we're going to do our best to overcook in a sense. Yeah. I'm like, but kind of like once you run out, you run out. I mean, I had a catering where the girl, the girl actually called me for another catering. That's the only reason I know that she had food left over. Um, and she's like, <laughs> she's like, you know, we, we just had you cater a party for us. We ordered one full pan of pulled pork and one full pan of mac and cheese. And we fed 50 people. I'm like, how? Yeah. That's then everybody was eating like a bird. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, like, I'm like, I'm like, how? And I don't know if she had other food because she yeah. just ordered an a la carte from us. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm like, is that all you want? And she's like, yeah, that's all we want. And she got buns with it too and whatever. But it's like. Yeah, that's not enough for that many people. I'm like. Logically. Logically. But if you put it in buns, I mean. We gave you 36 buns because she told me it was going to be 35 people. She's like, do you think that's enough for 35 people? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, it's going to be a little stretching on the mac and cheese, but... And she's like, well, she's like, it's 35 with kids. And I was like, okay, so like 25 to 30 adults. And she was like, yeah, more like 25 adults. And I was like, yeah, you'll be fine. Because yeah. kids aren't going to eat as much, you know what I mean? Yeah, they <laughs> never they never do. Exactly. You're not, you're not going to take as big of a portion for them. And yeah, well, exactly. The parents are probably going to be serving the kid anyhow, so they're going to go and just put a little tiny scoop on. Yeah, and if, if the kid wants more, he comes he comes back for more, right? And um, it it's like, how did you get 50 people on that? That's a lot of I mean, people. We're, lot of... we're breaking down like you're like four noodles a person. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, they were serving it on toothpicks. Yeah. <laughs> everybody like, gets a noodle. Everyone, everyone a gets strainer. a noodle. Here you go, and everyone gets a piece of pork. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, but it's like <clears throat> if you're making sandwiches out of it, you're using about four to five ounces easily uh, per yeah. sandwich. That's what uh, that's what I serve when I do sandwiches. Yeah, four to five ounces. You're good to go. And, yep. I mean, you'll get a decent amount of people out of that full pan, but not 50. Yeah. I usually average, if I do a full pan, deep pan of pulled pork, I usually average about 30 people. Mm-hmm. That's my my mental Your mindset. Set. And, and obviously, some... the it's always an average, right, guys? Yep. So if you're thinking about it um, – Sometimes it'll be 26, 27. Sometimes it'll be 32, 33. Yeah. Just 50. That's. We're stretching. Yeah. Yeah. That's like people took a little tiny. I'll just try this. And I don't. Maybe there was other food, though. Yeah. Maybe she made some stuff. And I've had I've had people do that. They'll say they just want it as as a tray. Yeah, and it's they're making the sides, they're making everything else. There might have just. I'm the promo. I'm the the protein treat. I'm the yeah protein. Yeah, and maybe she, you know, maybe they made burgers. Who knows if they did burgers and hot dogs? You know, 
then it's like, okay, cool. I might have a burger and a little bit of pork. I might put a little bit of pork on my burger. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's just it, then then you're then it's definitely stretching a lot <laughs> further than being just used as a pulled pork sandwich. Correct. Uh, but I think that's the big variable for barbecue questions in general. Like we said, and uh, if you guys come to the show and you watch it on Sundays, a we greatly appreciate it because then we're not sitting there alone and just <laughs> drinking, which. Clearly, we really don't care. We but. do. Yeah, we, we <laughs> do. This, this is how I explain the show to most people. Me and Mike, Mike lives in Chicago. I'm in Connecticut. We're not close enough to go sit down and have a beer. Unfortunately. This is us sitting down and having a beer and letting people in on the conversation. Yep. Yep. And, and soon I'll be able to get Yingling. Yes. Which is a big thing. It, it, I, so they, they teamed up with Coors yeah. to get national distribution. And well, Coors needed the help because beer's not doing good in an overall sense. Yeah. So now yeah. you've got at least a hot beer that you, know, you haven't been able to get that's known. You know what it is? It's not that beer's not doing good. Large beer isn't doing good. Overall, cra- the craft beer like side the, the, of it, the, they're doing well. Yeah, but it's you have <coughs> you had no concerts, you've had no sporting events, you have no sports bars, all places where lots and lots of Bud Light, Coors Light, Coors Light, Mick Ultra, all that know, stuff, all that stuff you is don't- the mainstay. I mean, I can only imagine how much Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light goes through on a Sunday, on a football Sunday. Through all, well, through, you know what I mean? Through through the NFL. It's got to be That's a just shit the NFL. Fun. Now think I know, about, that's what I'm saying. Just one day. Yeah, but that's just NFL. Now think about on, you still got, on a weekend, you have your NFL games. Yep. You have your college college games, games, which college games really make NFL look like a joke. When you look at how there's 10 times as many games. Yeah. And it's college kids. So they're already shithouse before they even get there. (laughs) Plus early in the early in the fall, you still got baseball going. Yep. You still have. NASCAR going. Yeah. You have all of those sports hitting at the same time. Yeah, and then you got in the winter, you, you bring in basketball and hockey. Basketball and hockey. Yeah. And again, basketball, college basketball, and NBA. Yes, there's college hockey, but for the most part, if it's not, it's not up that, here in the Northeast, it's, it's not, not that big. That yeah. big. But – all of those sports normally flow one into the other, and those are sports where people want, generally want cheap beer. Yeah, and they want to be able to because drink it's the whole game. Yeah, because not only cheap beer, because it's already nine dollars for a four ounce cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just I wonder how much a they pour 
be how much they're losing. Yeah. In in a, in the grand scheme of <coughs> of it, because that's got to be. I mean, shit. I mean, there. I think Sam Adams once said it that like, uh, Budweiser spills more beer on the floor than he brews all year. Oh, wouldn't surprise me. So, like, it would just, you know, that's kind of funny. It's like, wait, wait, what do you mean they they spill more beer? Yeah, they spill more beer out, you know, from bottling and, and all that shit. There's a little bit of, you know, a little bit of drop here, drop, drop, drop. And it's like that, and it, it might not be true anymore. This is, he did the, he did a documentary about 10 years ago. So, he, 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 I mean, they've grown tremendously oh, quite still. Su- quite substantially. But it's just funny hearing somebody who was... I mean, at that point, still Sam Adams was, they were, they weren't necessarily a staple beer in the sense of like, they were still more considered a micro, they're exactly. not quite a micro brew, but they were the high end of the micro brew. And that's kind of, so well, we've actually been talking to some of our beer snobby friends about, um, <laughs> and well, you know, we, we say they're kind of almost there has to start to become more levels, right? Because there's like micro and macro, and that's it. it it's, it's either you're a microbrewery or you're a macro brewery. So you're either doing the same as Bud Light, Coors Light, and all that shit, or you're a microbrew, but micro, not all microbrews are considered equal. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's, there's a, a place down the street from my house that is a... You know, they're a brewery, but they don't put that many beers out. And they, I mean, they're not cranking out half the amount of beers that the brewery that Amanda works at, that you have to drive by to get to, they're, they're cranking out a hell of a lot more, but they're two different. They're in like two different levels of craft brewing. Well, and then again, then you put, we'll say you can have that next stage, something like Yingling. Yeah. Yingling didn't go really west because they they couldn't facilitate it yeah and didn't really have the money to build what they needed in order to continue west yeah so they they really are that (coughs) middle next level up there yeah they may almost i think there needs to almost be like five levels you know what i mean and they're right i mean they're now they're getting in the ring with the big boys correct because they're, they're going to be but everywhere, they've got, but they've got that dance partner exactly, which is going to help them tremendously. Yeah. And I think I think you are right, though. I think that's going to help course tremendously because now they well, have a new hot beer that they can throw into WalMarts, into um, well, and now bars. it takes up it takes up brewing space that we'll that wasn't say, being used that wasn't being used. Yeah. And now, welcome to the beer podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that's why this podcast can go anywhere. Uh, Which, again, same thing with the Barbecue Chat Show. Exactly. That's why we ask for questions all the time, because we will go off onto some entertaining tangents. Which is fantastic, and I love it. (laughs) But it's very very interesting, too, to say the social media aspect of what beers are starting to do. And how like people are starting to follow craft breweries um they buy merchandise from craft breweries 
It's kind yep. of it, it's very interesting. It's almost like the craft brewery shirt is the new band T-shirt. Yes, I would I would agree with that. You see it more and more, and yeah. it's and it's and it's now become a bigger part of the the you can tell the the hipsters that were into having oh I I go here and yeah. now you can see some of them getting mad because well that place that they went to that sold out and became popular <laughs> yeah because yeah. now they see the shirt on that guy over there drinking it like he they would think somebody would drink a bud light yeah hold on so <laughs> yep so um it, it, it is crazy just like you see so much merchandise yep well and then you see things like what you posted today and yeah. and from learning from learning to smoke posted today y'all got your fun little care package from, from mr jack daniels yeah uh yeah we got we got a little fun care package from uh Sir Jack, um, and but that's social media <laughs> because they knew exactly what you were going to do. Yeah. Click and take a picture. Yeah. And that's what they wanted. Yeah. Right. They you know what I mean? That they wanted that, especially you, they didn't, they didn't get to have the Jack Daniels invitational this year, which is, which is huge. And that's something. Huge. Um, actually, I believe was it, it was last weekend, right? Yeah. Was supposed we, to be. Well, yeah, the Royal, the Royal going on and all of that. So, and that's where the Jack is really lucky. We'll say Jack Daniels is cause they can at least do something like send out little care packages to remind everybody about barbecue and about, you know, that they're into that sport. Yeah. They can, you know, but listen, where the Royal really can't. I no, mean, they can post some memes. The Royal has a lot of people have been posting pictures. We'll say, luckily for the Royal, because they miss it. Yes, they miss their friends. Tuffy Stone. They actually, if you actually read, Tuffy actually put up a picture of his World Championship ring, but it wasn't his. It was actually the one that they made for his father. Oh, okay. And. I guess, and if you read it, they actually asked like all the world champ, all the the former past champions to like put up pictures of their rings and things like that. And he actually said, he goes, "This is my actually my favorite, and it's the one that they let him have made for his father." Okay, which is awesome. Which which is wicked cool. But that was, you know, they they're trying. To go that way. They're, they're trying to have some kind of social media presence so that they're not forgotten. Forgotten. Um, I don't know. I don't know if Memphis and May really. I, I They I really like didn't. They didn't because I think it was too close in and they still thought, hey. They were going to have a chance. We're going to gonna be able to do this in September or yeah. at some point in time in this year. Yep. I Amen. am very interested to see where it goes next year. Uh, it's it's definitely gonna be interesting it's we'll see because how many people now okay well i didn't do it last year i didn't miss out on anything you know maybe i don't need to go through this yeah maybe i don't need to spend that money because i mean like those things the the like memphis the 
to just to get a booth there is like huge money. Yeah. It's huge money to enter that. That's why they all do the like Thursday night cook parties. Yeah. To to raise money for having the place. And I mean a lot of a a lot of it is also corporations that front the the bill to yep. to get some free advertising and and all that and I think that's one of the things that's going to be very interesting in 2021 as we come up is advertising is going to change. Yep. Advertising is going to change 110 percent, and you know the other thing that's going to change is there's not going to be. I feel like there's just not going to, it's not going to be the same nope. in the sense oh, of yeah. like, okay, we're going to advertise this huge event because we don't know if it's going to be a huge event this year. Yeah. So you have to try to draw people in and get them to think it's going to be Something. this big event. Yeah. yeah. But then, but then you have like what big green egg is doing for Oktoberfest. Yep. They're doing an at home Oktoberfest. And they're having all the guys like like Mel, yeah, Dark Side of the Grill, and Chris Titletown, and I think Cooking with Swiss is doing something. Again, for the people that are when you're listening to this, these are all people you can go find on Instagram, yeah, and go check them out. They make some amazing food. But Big Green Egg's going to be doing it virtually, which I think is a genius move. Well. I think they can do that because it's not necessarily a contest. Like, it is, but it isn't. Yeah. Um, I I find, like, the virtual barbecue competitions to be a little weird to me. Because you're no, long, you're, you're no longer judging the taste, tenderness, and appearance. You are now only judging the appearance. And... I've said it before, I've cooked some amazing f- looking foods before that tasted like garbage. Yep. No, and it, and it is. It's become a food. It's a, a, it's a, how pretty can you make? But they do, it is pretty neat. If you look at most of those, you have to take pictures of your, of as you prep it. Yeah. You have to do it as you're cooking it. You have to do it, you know, they're the different stages of it. Yep. So it's not somebody that will say did food TV, you know, food commercials that, you know, puts Elmer's glue in the cereal. Yeah. And takes a picture up to, to look like milk. So yeah. everything sits right. Or the, the French fries, they're stuck into a piece of foam so they can, yeah. So they can look l- correctly lay out nicely. Or I, I believe they use glue also for, um, cheese. Ju- yeah. Like to make yeah. that, that, cheese pull and they you know they screw shit down so that stuff yeah. doesn't move and it, it i mean it's it's all it's all to make it look cool yeah. but so that's one of the i will give them that much credit with doing the virtual contest at least there you have to prove that you're really doing it yeah but it still comes the, the final product still comes down to who knows how to light best and who can take yeah. a good photo photograph yeah. Now, somebody might outcook you 110%, but don't, can't take a fucking photograph to save their life. And maybe they don't have a nice camera. Maybe they're just using their cell phone 
Uh, they don't have good lighting or yep. a light box or, exactly. or any of that. And then eventually it just becomes, well, here you go. Yeah. Here's this image. Thing. Yep. Right? But then, yeah. But then you have a lot of people <coughs> doing stuff like what Myron's been doing on Thursdays. I, I think that's genius on their part. Yep. You know, talking social media and advertising. Let's give little lessons. Yeah. Let's let's do this because we're not bringing people in for classes. We're not. Or we're not getting the same amount of people in for classes. I know that I've done a class. um, Myron's done a couple classes, but they haven't been the size that sold out. Yeah. Either sold out or maybe they were sold out, but they were sold out to capacity of you know covid capacity yeah not. exactly which is different yep. it still takes the same amount of prep work to put the goddamn class together but yet you're making a fourth of the money yeah yeah those those classes are all designed we have x amount of space we're charging this much we need this many people to make it work yeah and like the thing that i talked or the thing that i just saw or that I was talking about earlier today was <coughs> um, what are restaurants going to do? Yeah, we're, we're, when we're winter hits. into winter. What are restaurants going to do? Because mm. it's not, it's not like a uh, easy fix. Yeah, and I know we've talked about this on barbecue chat, which is, guys, that's the whole reason we're on the, doing this podcast is to get get some people into barbecue chat on Sundays. Those of you who yep. have not heard of it, we're trying to give you another another barbecue outlet for the weekend. But um, like it's it's just insane. We talked about that Chicago was giving, um, what five thousand dollars away to somebody who could figure it out. Well, the best that they've come up with is, like, you got to make little greenhouses. That's not feasible. Um, yeah. one, one suggestion was, why don't you do heated tables and chairs? Oh. Okay. That's okay. going to keep the food, the air around your food. How warm? Not warm. I mean, how warm can you make the chair before it's... Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Not to mention, like... You can't sit in shorts and a t-shirt because it's fucking freezing. So you're going to be sitting in a jacket and pants and winter jackets. It's going to take a while for that to actually like get through, get through, or it has to be super hot. Yeah. And now, now it's super hot for this guy and the next guy's got a thinner coat and now he's burning up. Yeah. So what is there? Is there like regulations for it that you can set on your own? Because if there is, I'm sure that's going to cost more money. Oh, absolutely. Um, do you have to plug each chair in? Where, yeah, how, where? How is it heating it? Where are all the cords going to go? Are people going to trip over cords? Um, now there's liability of insurance. Now are the chairs battery packs? How long does the battery last? Yeah. How many How's, batteries? How? How hard is it to change the batteries? How expensive is it? 
has does anyone even make this product? Yeah. Because I don't think anyone does. No. So now you have to like what innovate a brand new product in, in a very short window of time. I mean, we're talking what months? Not yeah. And get it. I mean, it's going to have to be UL listed. It's going to have to be put through regulated testing, which it doesn't have time for. Yep. Exactly. And anybody trying to do it, it's going to be, you know, it's going to cost this much money for something that they're going to make this much on. Yeah. Is it worth it? I don't know. Um, the thing I was talking to Amanda about was <coughs> I was at, at one of my favorite breweries called Sohop. Um, I was speaking with the owner and we were hanging out and um, he's like, dude, he's like, we're looking at doing a heated tent. But the problem is the heat of tent that we want is $5,000 a month to rent. Not counting what it costs to heat it. Not counting propane. Let's be honest. You ever use a propane heater? Yeah. They, they, they eat, eat tanks. Yeah. And the problem is like here, it's the same as where you're at. There's snow. We get snow. So you got to keep that thing heated to keep the snow off. Think about the amount of propane. Oh yeah. You're going to go through. Now here's the other thing. <clears throat> How much propane do you need to last a whole night? Yeah. What if it's going to snow tonight? Now, do I, do I give you, how much protein do, or pro, protein, how much propane do I leave? In order to keep it going, keep it warm, warm it back up. Exactly. And then there's the other thing. You can't, you can't, um, uh, <coughs> what was I going to say? Somebody's got to stay there with it all night. Somebody's either got to stay there with it all night. Or you got to shut it down. Or you got to shut it down, but you can't shut it down because if there's too much snow, it'll rip the tent. Yep. So. Who are you paying to sit there all night? Or who, who's coming at three in the morning. Yeah. To make sure that, guess what? It's on, it's running. It's on, it's running. Nothing caught fire. Which I can only imagine the insurance policy on that one. Well, and like here in Connecticut, Connecticut is the, the tent fire state because we had the circus fire back, you know, yep. 70 years ago. To do anything with a tent, it's it, you actually have to like submit a test piece of the tent fabric to the fire marshals for them to make sure it's correct. Okay. Like it's, it's, there are very, Connecticut has got crazy strict rules <coughs> on tents. Because like you they, can't even like think about smoking under one. Yeah. Because, because they, they want to make sure. Yeah, because we had a horrendously tragic, gigantic tent fire that killed all kinds of people. And that's that's an issue. Yep. So we are hypersensitive to it. Where 
I mean, out here, I don't think we're as hypersensitive. But, so here's my question, though. How much propane am I going to go through? Yep. How much is that going to cost me? I'm already paying rent on the space that my that I'm not using, basically. Yep. Right? And you want me to rent a another location, right? Yep. To like or not another location, but another five thousand dollars a month in rent in order to survive? Well, not only that, what is the difference between having an enclosed tent with a heater compared to being in a bit in the building? I don't know. That's the I don't know. At that point you are in a building. Yes. You're just a building that we can take down. Yeah. But it's it's an enclosed building. You 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 need again now you need to have airflow move you know air movement air circulation all of these things. Yes. They're you're better off just taking out half your tables and chairs and spreading everybody out inside the building. Yep. And that's what they're doing, but it's like it's not enough. They need that full yeah. capacity to survive. Yeah. And. Yep. I was talking to a good chef friend of mine today, and he's like, I, I just interviewed. So he just he just found out that he lost his, he just lost his job. Um, he was told that he was just going to be. Uh, he worked for he worked for a very good hotel group in Chicago, and they furloughed everybody, gave them severage severage packages, and they told him, "We're not furloughing you. We want to keep you." So we want to bring you back. Or we're not actually completely terminating you. And I believe a week ago, they, he, he got the call saying, hey, we're actually, we have to fully we terminate. Have, yeah, yeah we, we, we don't have a way out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's like, and that's awesome. the, and, and you can't really get mad at them. I'm sure they were trying to figure out a way. Yeah. But, you know, here we go. You know? So now he's starting to apply for jobs. Well, he applied for a, which is funny, a brewery job. Which, first of all, the guy's a little bit insane. He wants to do farm-to-table brewery food. Uh, yeah, exactly. That was the uh, that was the face I made. Uh, <laughs> but um, he's like, well, right now his capacity is twenty-five people inside the building. I'm like, dude, but you gotta think. When I go to a brewery, I don't always eat. Yeah. So I may take I, up a table for an hour. I'll drink. Yeah. You, you, but I'm not going to eat. For in, Unless you make, the in a brewery situation, unless you make the meal that good, that it becomes a restaurant with a, with brewery, a brewery attached. Yeah. You, you have to transition it to that kind of world. But the problem is he's shipped or he's marketing it as a brewery. With a restaurant attached, yeah. which you can't do that because not everyone's going to eat. You're going to start your food cost is going to go through the fucking roof. It's going to be astronomical. You're going to lose money on food. Yeah. It's just well, and that's why so many breweries don't have a restaurant. They have things like having you there, like like us. And and the thing that me and Amanda talked about with with pop ups, 
is it's always different food. Correct. And good brewery managers make sure that it's not the same kind of cuisine coming in night in and night out. Night out. Because then... You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it night in and night out, you can't have, you know, great or good food or the same food, then, you, like you said, you might as well just make it a restaurant at that point. Yeah. Because if you're yep. going to have the same, you know, six entrees over and over and over, yeah, then, then whatever. Yeah. So, you know, it it's it's a very interesting world. And it, then it's like you get your, your capacity levels, which what are you guys at in Connecticut right now? What can bars um, and restaurants open at? I think it's I think it's half. I think we're it's at half. half. Yeah, I'm actually going to a for the first time. I'm actually we're going out to dinner tomorrow night. So it'll be the first time going out to an actual restaurant and seeing what they're doing. Okay, I, I, I'm so. interested to hear what you guys are doing. We've we've gone out obviously. Um, and then Amanda works in a restaurant and we do pop-ups, so I can, I can see, you know, what's going on, but, um, man, it's, it's very, it's very interesting. Yeah. No worries. So here's my question. Um, did you guys have to make a reservation? So we called them just to find out. And we could make a reservation, but we, we said, you know, we wanted to sit outside and they said that's first come first serve. Okay. So we have one and they can put, they put on it that we would like it, but we didn't need to. Okay. So you guys put, put a reservation down and you requested outdoor seating, but we may not get it. You may not get it. Yep. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Like I said, this will be the first time I've done a lot of takeout. That kind of thing, but, but not, I have not gone you in, gone and sat down. Correct. Which will be very interesting. And if you guys want to know how that goes, you you come on Sunday <laughs> and you watch barbecue chat because we will discuss that. See how there's that little uh, uh, tie in, tie in right there. That that that's it. All goes back to that barbecue chat that me and Kev are trying to create. Um. So I got a question for you with the barbecue chat. Yeah. What's it like seeing an Instagram page with only 160 followers on it right now? I mean, it, it's the same way as looking at the fire and smoke Instagram page. <laughs> that one, you know, that one has a thousand followers on it right now. But, but at the same time, it, you know, it, it, it's interesting to see how, how it all breaks down in the heart. Like the crazy thing is like, when you post something, you don't start seeing likes right away. And it's like, oh, man. Yeah, you think you likes. did something wrong. Yeah. 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 Well, and like that was the same thing. So for those who haven't seen it, Instagram now has reels. Basically, their version of TikTok. Yeah, because they steal everything. But they are not using the same kinds of algorithms. They're still basing it on their algorithms they have. Mm-hmm. So my – I've done, what, I think six – Six or seven now I've done. Yeah. And my first couple had pretty good, you know, we were, I was at, you know, view wise, 2000, one was 4,000, a couple were 4,000. 
my last one was 517. So is that they're not pushing it? And I, I started making them right away as soon as they did it because I figured they were going to push the algorithm. I, you know what? I don't know if they're getting the result from reels that they want. But I think part of the, the beauty of, of, I'll call it of TikTok, is that for you page. Yes. Where they just start posting, they just put stuff up. And if you hit that, the, the algorithm right and it gets on there, the stuff takes off. I have one that's over 400,000 views. Yes. But I don't think Instagram tries much harder to show you exactly who you're following, not what else is out there. In Instagram, you have to go looking. Yes. You have to, you, you definitely have to go look for, um, the fire and smoke page, the barbecue chat page, the Mammy barbecue page. You had to go look for it. Yes. Or it had to come up in your like, um, well, you've got the explore search thing, but even then you have to, that's not the first thing that comes up on when you open Instagram. No, no, no. But that's that's what I'm saying. Like you have to go to that page and then you have to search through that page and then it has to figure out the algorithm of stuff that you're liking and blah, 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 and all that, all that stuff before it starts, you know, giving Showing you it. stuff. And it, it also runs off the hashtags that you give it, where I'm not sure that um, TikTok does. Yeah, TikTok's algorithm at this point makes no sense because I'll have a video that does 300 views and the next one does 10,000. Yes. It just, it, it's a very interesting algorithm. Yeah. And I've used the same, I've used the same exact hashtags, hashtags, just change the wording a little. I just think, honestly, I think it's, TikTok just has a whole different way. It 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 or it gets data in a different way also. And when it's um it's just very weird. Yeah. And it and but their TikTok's goal is to show you something you haven't seen yet. I think that's the big diff to me that's the difference. TikTok's looking to show you something you haven't something you're gonna like. Or things you're going to like, but you haven't seen. You're not following them. You're not looking at them. Where Instagram wants to show you the exact people you're looking at. That that you've already asked to see. Well, and in the same sense, it's trying to really tailor the vision to you. Right? Correct. (laughs) Where... um, TikTok is kind of giving you a little bit of everything. Yeah. It's here you go. Here's this. You know, you like this. We know, you know, we know you've liked a couple videos like this. We, you know, you've liked blah, 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 like this. Here you go. Yeah. Here's something similar. To me, it's, it's, 
it's more like TikTok is more like going into something like Pandora or Spotify and starting with one song. Yeah. And it starts, okay, you like this one. All right, we're going to do, we're going to throw this song in. And every once in a while, like when I've done more stuff with Pandora and stuff, you get a song in there and you're just like, what the hell? Where did this come from? And Instagram wants to make sure you don't get that what the hell song. Yeah, but I feel like that's almost like the the beauty of TikTok is you get that like you get that what the hell song. Yeah. And you also get like you don't really get you almost can you can almost be mindless on TikTok. Yes. And I think that's why so many people got drawn to it so quickly is you don't have to think while you're scrolling through TikTok. It's just, yeah. oh, okay. Okay. Yep. Here we go. Yeah. Here we and go. And there's, there's a lot less – it is def- because it's video, it's not about reading the hashtags in the comments. Where to me, I think Instagram is more reading what they said, why they said it, what's going on. Because it's generally not – video it's a still photo yeah so to relay the rest of the message you you need you need the commentary underneath where tiktok doesn't yes and i think that that's a big part of it yeah it it's there's so much that tiktok can do that instagram just isn't doing now, well, and like I said, that's where the reels are killing me. Because they're not doing the same thing. Correct. Now, I think I think the platform is great, but I still think like the still like I still think Instagram is the still platform. Right? That's where you share your stills. That's where, you know, to me that that's what that's where it's at for that. Though I, I think it is for the stills, and I do like the part we use with Barbecue Chat. I like the IGTV. The, the, and the live. and, and The that, live right? and the ability to do, <clears throat> you know, to have a conversation with somebody. Yeah. And allow people to be, other people to be part of that conversation. And it's not a privatized thing. Which YouTube kind of does that also. Yep. You can do that on YouTube. Yes. But it's not as... I don't think it's... I mean, there are some shows on YouTube like, um, you know, Cooking with CJ does his... uh, I think it's Smoking Thursdays. Yeah. Or is it Thursdays? CJ, sorry if if you're listening to this. Sorry for, for fucking it up. I can't remember the day. Um, but then again, I don't normally know what day it is anyways. Uh, but it, it's one of those things where, like, he does that show, and there's a couple other people that do shows on shows like that on YouTube. But Wait, I think you, Instagram, you, the, the, origi- or the unique thing about Instagram is Instagram tells people you are live. I don't believe YouTube does. It might, but I've never gotten a... Yeah. Uh, a notification saying, hey, Wait. this person's live. 
here's the other thing. I when I look at YouTube, I think of much more polished. I think of you have a background, you have things going on where that's one of the things I like about Instagram. It is very much a, hey, let's hang out. Let's BS. Let's. Yeah. You know, you can't do an intro on Instagram. If somebody has figured out a way to do an, in, an intro for an Instagram live, I don't short of short of having another screen and holding it up to your phone camera and playing something and playing something with music and then taking it away. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I think you, that's the, I don't want to, I'm not going to use the word spontaneity, but the natural, the naturality, not a real word, but I get what you're saying. It's, it's more open and natural, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what drew me to calling you and saying, let's, let's do, do let's try this. Um, and now I laugh when you look at, you know, the amount of people that do it now will say, you know, you've got cooking with Swiss, you've got after the cook with, uh, Mel and Chris and those yep. guys, um, Kevin Coleman is doing a lot of is doing them with yep. Weber. It, it's interesting to see the explosion of people using the plat that part of the platform. Yeah. Well, I think it was just not utilized because yeah, people would go live, <coughs> but I, I think being able to utilize two people going live now makes it a whole different game. Well, the, the first time I even tried it was, um, me and uh, Christy from uh, Girls Can Grill. Yeah. When we were down in New Orleans and I had a camera, I had my, my camera set up on um, Tuffy and uh, Sterling Ball. Yeah. They were giving commentary and Christy was going over and videoing the teams as they were bringing their, their turn-in boxes their turn-in and boxes. turning in. And we were able to use it as like a two camera show to allow Sterling and Tuffy to play ESPN, the Ocho and <laughs> give commentary. We'll see if this about, pays out for him, Cotton. Yeah. That's a bold move. <laughs> but it, it, it gave the ability to, to have two shots of what was going on. Yes. And we did some, we all did some other lives, but it was all lives of one person standing there with the camera or holding your camera and just live streaming exactly that. It wasn't the conversations. Yes. That have developed with this Instagram, with Instagram. And I think like, so we tried live streaming two years ago, almost now a year ago. Um, the awards at, um, NBBQA, right? And man, first of all, they gave us horrible internet to live stream (laughs) from. They were like, how much internet do you need? And we're like, I'm like, I don't know what that means. Like every bit you can give me. Yeah. I'm like a lot. We're going to live stream. I'm like, well, what speed do you want? They're like, I can control the speed. 
And I was like, the fastest it can be? Ludicrous speed. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know how to answer that question. Like, we have three devices that are live streaming. We want them to work. Yeah. Um, they're going to pull data. Yeah. And, like, my, I kept getting kicked off the live stream. So, like, realistically, there was very little uh, interaction. And that's when, like, live was just kind of getting going. You couldn't save yep. it. You couldn't do anything with it. And, <clears throat> like, we were streaming it, and then my buddy Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions was doing the Facebook Live of it, and he's like, man, the Facebook Live took off really, really well. I'm like, yeah, but that's because you were you were able to interact in the Facebook Live. You weren't able to interact in 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 the in the live app. Yeah. In, at in that Instagram time. at that point. You could like it, but... You couldn't ask questions. You couldn't say anything. Exactly. And that, that was, like, the hard part. And the other hard part was people... Like, it, it would only go to so many people, and then the feed would kind of die off almost. Yep. Where... In, or with, with the way Facebook used to do it, and they still kind of do it, it you can, people can share the link. Correct. You can't yeah. do that on, on on Instagram, which sucks. I wish you right. could. Yes. But one I think of the that things that, huge. that is nice about Instagram now, which they've changed since we started doing the Sunday nights, is the ability to save it yes. as an IGTV. When we yes. first started doing it. I don't think they, they were. We, there was no ability couldn't. to do that. No. There was no ability to save it. And that was one of our <clears> big pet peeves was. Yeah. How do we know? And that was part of where coming up with the barbecue chat page yeah instagram page came from was when they gave us the ability to save it we wanted a place to save everything together yeah which i'm still trying to find a way to download the ones that we saved on our on our individuals i don't know if there's a way to download them though i'm i'm sure they're just like there's ways to download youtube videos and and strip songs yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's some some some. As far as I'm concerned, it's 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 our content. So yeah, screw you. I'm going to take it and I'm going to put it back up on your on your servers. Yeah, to share it. But that's my yeah. next goal is that and and if anybody knows, I'll put it out to to the whole podcast audience. Yeah, we want to get figure out a way to get multiple people. On Instagram, on a street, on a live oh, stream. Yeah, so yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. it's only two people. So how do we only, figure out? Yeah, we want to figure out how to get like four. Four. We we have something that we're working on, <coughs> which would that, be great. Which would which I think would be, I think one would be the heroes of everybody that is doing the Instagram stuff. If we figure it out, because there's definitely I know there's more than one more than a couple of us that want to do multiple people. Yeah. And I think for both the barbecue chat audience and the Mammy barbecue audience, if we can pull off the one we want to pull off, it'll be great. It'll be, it'll be a uh, conversation to uh, end the year on. If we can figure out a way. I, I, I think it's true. If we can end the year on that, it'd be, that'd be, that'd be a, a big, that'd be a nice big, 
go out of big bang of go out for uh, 2020. 2020, which the end of this year is going to be a very a it's going to be a shitty time for us as as a barbecue pop up that does a lot of our business on Friday and Saturday nights. The, considering Christmas falls on Thursday, Friday. Yep. Which means no one's doing shit. Yeah. Or a lot of people might be traveling this year. And I, that's the other thing I wonder is, it, are a lot of people going to travel? Yeah, I, and that's, that's definitely something that could be super busy or crickets. <coughs> yes. It's going to be one way or the other. Yeah, and I don't know which way it's going to be, so don't you know? Don't ask me. I know we're going to be doing turkeys for Thanksgiving. Hopefully, we can get a good amount of turkeys out there in into the into the world. Um, into the wild. <laughs> into the wild. We're we're hoping to cook, cook some turkeys this year. Um, I'm also hoping that uh, I can get. I know we bailed Butcher on the block out of their their turkeys last year. I'm hoping that we can just get that contract earlier and not yep. have to uh, not get Rush. the phone well not get the phone call Tuesday at one o'clock. Yeah. Hey, so we need turkeys by tomorrow at nine. Yeah. What? And they're frozen. <laughs> they weren't frozen, thank God. That would have been I mean, it would that would have been a no. Yeah. Because there's no way to thaw a turkey. That fast. Even if you try cooking a frozen turkey, it will not thaw. It'll burn on the outside. Even even slow, low and slow cooking it, it's, it's still going to be... It's going to be shoe leather. Yeah. Like, I've cooked... I've cooked frozen chickens. Or not frozen, but they, they, were, they were cold. Yeah. Um, cooked those. Those were fine. I've cooked frozen shoulders. For anyone that hates on me, it, it's a pork shoulder. It comes out perfectly fine. Yeah. I get great bark. <clears throat> I've actually never burnt them. I don't know about you. No, I, I, when I've done them, I've never burnt them. It, it's always come out perfectly fine. Uh, because ne- as soon, once it gets a good color, you just wrap it and then let it steam it up. And let it go out. And it, it usually does just fine. Um, I've never cooked a frozen brisket. And I hope I never do. I've cooked very cold ones. But I've that's cooked very also, cold ones, but not frozen. That's also a, a competition trick is you cook them almost frozen because now... You have more the, time to pull smoke ring in. Exactly, because it draws more moisture. Yeah. Because it condenses on yeah. the meat. And that that is that is a good way to pull a pull pull a smoke ring in a little bit yep. deeper because yep. it, it gives the meat more time to actually sit in smoke. Yep. Yeah, that's that that's a thing that definitely happens. I've, I like I said, I've cooked them close to frozen, very very cold, but never never frozen. Frozen. Because I think if you cook them frozen, it's it's just now it's gonna come out. And I've cooked I've cooked racks of ribs that were barely bendable. I've done that too. But again, so quick, and then you wrap them, 
You're fine. You're fine. And the bone actually helps radiate some heat through the yeah, inside. Radiate some heat through the inside, so you're 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 gonna do just fine. Um, but it, yeah, if those if those turkeys were frozen, we would have fucked. Yeah, and they, they weren't. They weren't frozen. But like I said to them, like we are we had turkeys that we had to cook for our, you know, customers. So our turkeys were literally taking up like ninety five percent of our refrigeration. <laughs> Because we had 18 turkeys that we were cooking for us. Yeah. And we were in a commissary kitchen. Like, there's not that. Like, we only rent so much refrigeration space. Yeah. This is our shelf. (laughs) Yeah. Basically, like, this is my shelf of of stuff that I can put into it. And they so I, like, turned to them and I was like, listen, I'll cook these fucking things for you. I'll pick them up. And they will go straight into a smoker. And as soon as they're done, they're coming right. Back to right you back guys, here. so yep. that I can put them directly into your refrigeration because they had, they had a gigantic refri- they they rented a refrigeration truck. Oh wow! Because they needed more refrigeration storage. Yep. Granted that it was like, I, I think last Thanksgiving it was like thirty at the top outside, so yep. it's like that truck barely had to run right yeah you know what i mean because it's like it's it's cold outside it's keeping it cold in the truck it's yeah perfectly fine but they rented a refrigerator or a refrigerated truck so we just i just stopped there i think i got back there at like one in the morning and brought them all their turkeys and yeah i was like here you go and um the 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 owner's daughter who actually met me there she was like awesome she's like um she's like can i try some of it and i'm like i'm like they're fucking your turkeys she's like well one of them is technically ours that we just had you do and i was like yeah you can fucking eat it right now i don't care it's still hot And she's like, okay. So she tries it, and she's like, oh, my God, this is so much better than the turkeys that we had. They had somebody else smoke for them, and they just yeah. came out like garbage. And she's like, these are so good. And then she said that she like she cut some more off the turkey, took it home, went to bed, woke up the next morning, and was like, hey, to her husband, hey, where's the turkey? And he's like, well, I ate it. And she's like, you motherfucker. That was mine. <laughs> she was so pissed. She like texted me. She was like, my husband ate my turkey. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, he just figured it was for him. <laughs> Should have put your name on it. <laughs> I'm like, you know, yeah. I'm like, do you own a permanent marker? Yes. Put your name on it. Do not touch. Although, apparently, I've gotten yelled at the last few weeks uh, from Amanda. So, like, one of our things is garbage day is uh, Friday for us. So, like, we're, we've always been really bad about cleaning out our refrigerator. And shit yeah. will, like, stay in the refrigerator, like, in Tupperware for, like, two weeks. And you're like, you didn't, no one's going to eat that. So yep. now, like, every Thursday night, we go through the fridge... And it's like, are you eating this tomorrow? No. Okay. 
We're getting rid of it. Like, and we don't throw away a lot of food. Don't, I'm not saying that we throw away a ton of food. But, like, she, like, saved, like, like, we went out and she, you know, took fries home. She's like, man, I wanted to eat those fries. And I was like, I didn't know. <laughs> fries are disgusting. We're heated. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like. Even in an air fryer. Yeah. But it, it's like stuff <clears throat> like that that she, like, I don't know, like, the last two weeks in a row, like, stuff. Her her aunt bought Taco Bell, right? And she was like, I was going to eat that Taco Bell. I'm like, Taco Bell's not good when it's warm. What the <laughs> fuck would you read? Yeah. <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? Like. Yeah, you're not saving that. Yeah, and she told it, she saved it for like four days. I'm like, I'm like, I'm throwing this away. Like I'm doing gross. you a favor. I'm helping you. Yeah. Like, let me tell you, I am helping you. <laughs> right now, we are helping you. It's an intervention. <laughs> yeah, this is this is a a Taco Bell intervention. Oh well, guys, we're gonna wrap this podcast up. Um. Make sure you follow Barbecue Chat, all one word, on Instagram. Um, check it out on Sunday nights. Like I said, seven, seven Central, eight, eight Eastern. Eastern time. We go for about two hours. Uh, we drink beer. You can drink beer. Um, you can drink chat. whatever you want. <laughs> you can drink whiskey. You can drink whatever the hell you want. I don't care. But we drink beer. We chat. Um, Answer questions. Answer questions. If you want us to, um, if if you have like in depth questions that you want to ask, and you don't feel or like topics answer, you want to hear us talk about, yeah, you can message us. Or if you don't feel comfortable asking it because you don't want your name to be shown on it, message us. We won't say, just say, "Hey, I don't want you to say my name." We won't. We'll just use it as a topic, and we'll talk about it, and then you can just listen. Uh, you know, and enjoy. And enjoy. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to be called out in any way, shape, or yeah. form, per se. Yep. <clears throat> I guess, I guess I'll put it that way, right? Yeah. And, um, but all in all, it, it, it really is a good time. It's a good time for us. It's a great time for a lot of the people that listen. Uh, we want to say thank you to a lot of the people that do listen uh, and join us every single week that we, we've gotten quite a few of them that jump yep. on and hang out with us. And then, you know, we, we've, we've answered questions and, and even after the show, we'll go, you know, we'll, we'll go on talking with everybody. And, yep. uh, and, and we will, we will check on you. If we see you pop back in the next week, we'll ask you how it went. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's a big thing. Um, unless, unless we get, really drunk and then we won't remember what you were doing last yeah. week. Uh yeah. which has happened a couple times to me. I think Kev Kev handles himself a little bit better, but I tend to start drinking at like one on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, you, you tend to start start drinking just a tad earlier. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Sundays is like Sundays are like my Saturdays though. Like Saturday is the end of the week for me. Like I'm done. I get yep. home Sunday, usually I don't do anything besides this barbecue chat, and I hang out with my kid all day. My wife normally works. I start drinking because I'm hanging out with my kid all day. (laughs) (laughs) But, guys, thank you so much for listening, and uh, like I said, shoot us any questions. Um, Make sure you follow Kev. 
Kevin is Wiley underscore E underscore BBQ on Instagram. I believe you're also that on Facebook if they want to follow yep. that. Um, and then uh, you're the same Just, thing on TikTok, right? Yep. So yep. If, if they want to follow, if you want to follow his TikTok, he, he he's there too. I think you're the first TikTok shout out we've ever given on the show. <laughs> so you got to get broke on. <laughs> I do. I do. I got to get that boy on here. But, guys, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll be back soon. See ya.